Good morning, everybody. A little late this morning. We've had quite a few technical difficulties, um, complicated ones, just all of a sudden. But anyway, uh, we're here, and so let's get going. Yes, good morning. Lovely to be with you this morning. Um, <clears throat> early this morning, I woke up with uh, a verse of scripture on my mind. And I want to share it with you all, and I want to take you through it with some thoughts that I have been having about it. And you know, it's beautiful when the Holy Spirit gives you a scripture. It comes to your mind, brought to your remembrance, and um, it's a way of ministering to you. And I want to pass it on. It's Psalm 46. Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength. He's our refuge. People take refuge in many things. Things that distract them, things that comfort them. But, but God is our refuge and we take refuge in him. Refuge and strength. God is our strength. That's wonderful. Wonderful to know that as we sit here today, <clears throat> As we look out on a world in turmoil, as we look out on a Britain that is economically in difficulty, coronavirus shutdown still there, with this issue of racism now creating ugly scenes on our streets, and more than that, hurting people who are, have gone through so much pain, all that pain coming out, kind of like released uh, through the incident in the United States of America, which has kind of opened up the expression of people's hurt all over and, and turmoil and confusion and more and more coming and, and division and all the things that are happening. We thank God that he is our refuge and our strength and a very present help in trouble. So God is our refuge, our strength, and our help. Not just our help, but our present help. Very present help. <coughs> it means that God is right here. Right here. This is the word of God. This isn't Christian propaganda. This isn't preachy talk. This is the revelation of God's heart, God's word, and it's like a rock of confidence, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way. Now, the, here, there's a description coming of cataclysmic events. Very often, the Bible uses language, uh, uh, physical language, to describe spiritual facts. Though the earth gives way, the very ground upon which we stand disappears. The this is a physical description, but it's, it's a, a metaphor for uh, things which we thought were dependable and reliable and would never happen or never imagined happening. When they start happening, we will not fear. 
Though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea. Mountains. Now, when we start talking about mountains, mountains in the Bible are to do with obstacles. They're also to do with high places. There's spiritual warfare references here. Mountains are the high places which were deemed to be the abode of the gods, the gods of the nations, high places. So there is a a reference here to spiritual reality, spiritual forces and spiritual warfare. Though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea. In other words, such changes take place. Can you imagine if a mountain fell into the sea, what a tsunami wave that would engulf the earth. That's the language here. Uh, Though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. So this is great storms. And, you know, the, the sound of waves roaring and all the foam. This is this is the chaos again, the language of chaos, which is used in mythologies to talk about primeval conditions. Now, in the Bible, it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the, on the, on the face of the, of, the, of the deep. That's talking about a kind of chaos, which, out, of which, which God cre- out of which God created. It didn't create out of chaos, but it's talking about a situation where God brings order. And here we have this idea of chaos and the waters symbolize the nations and the waters roar, the nations roar. And behind the nations are the gods of the nations, the demonic powers that operate and control the nations, including Great Britain. And they are roaring. They are roaring and roaring and roaring. And we are, we are hearing it. And in those roars, there are voices which are being spoke, which are uh, uh, raised and words are being spoken into the hearts and minds of people all over the world. And I'm reminded also of John chapter 10, where the Bible says, Jesus says that he's the good shepherd and he says, my sheep hear my voice and another they will not follow. I want to encourage you to be very careful about which voice you are listening to. I'm discovering that there's so much confusion that brother is lying to brother. I'm hearing things that people are supposed to have said and done and I know it's not true. I know it's not true. But people are speaking uh, and perpetuating lies and untruths just in, in normal relationships. Not even talking about earth-shattering things. There is confusion. And what is happening is people are listening to the wrong voice. During this lockdown, Amanda and I have tried to be here for you. Every morning, 9 o'clock. Next week, we're going on a week's break. We'll talk about that. With Every morning, 9 o'clock, to be here to try to lead us, as you know, uh, what I uh, try to look for is a rhema word from the Lord, which I pass on to you, so that together we will hear the voice of the Lord. Be careful what voice you are listening to. There are many voices out there. 
If you go on the internet, many, many voices. I know that people are listening to many voices because people are forwarding to me all kinds of YouTube uh, video links, all kinds of websites. And I look at them and I think, who are these people speaking into the minds and hearts of believers who should be listening to the voice of the Lord, the voice of the Holy Spirit? And, and one of the problems of lockdown is that people have, you know, very little outside communication. We've got television and the media. Let me not get too much onto them, into the media, but we know that, that the media does not always present truth in a balanced way. We know that. I mean, there's, there's some news outlets and some media do, do a very good job. I'm not condemning at all, but we do know we've had experience of bias in the media and, and so on. But how do you know? How do you know? Listen carefully, not to the roar of the ocean, not to the roar of the crowds, not to the people who are shouting loudest. Listen to the still small voice of the Holy Spirit. This is what spiritual growth is all about. It's about hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit. And that's so important. Whatever you're going through. You know, when we first went into lockdown, there was a lot of fear. And when people began to listen to the Lord, the Lord himself spoke a word to drive out that fear. A word of assurance. Many of you have testified to that. And you came through that because you heard the Lord. Right now, when so much hurt is being exposed and so much pain and the pain is shouting and screaming, it's so easy for somebody to speak a word, to exploit that pain, to direct it in the wrong direction, to, to bring to a point of anger and hatred and division. And when we look at what is being whipped up on the internet and lots of different places, I just say to you again, be careful. God will give you the ability to stand strong. Though the earth gives way, mountains are moved and the waters roar. Uh, and this, this roar, which is so difficult when it's such a loud noise to hear the still small voice. Elijah had to learn this when there was the, the earthquake and the storm, the wind and all of that. And after God was not in any of that. But he was in the small voice. The still small voice. And that's where we have to still our hearts. And be very careful. What voice you are listening to. Let it be the Holy Spirit. Now then. When all that settles down, here is the voice of the Lord. And verse 4 says it. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God. The holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations rage. The kingdoms totter. 
he utters his voice, the earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come, behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still and know I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. That's a word from the Lord for our situation this morning. As we move forward in the outworking of the coronavirus, the change to lockdown, the work that God's called us to do, as we seek to listen to the hurts and concerns of others, we also want to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit and he's calling us to wait in his presence. Let him speak and we will follow. Be still and know that I am God. You know, when there is chaos and pandemonium around, even if it's the people fighting for the front of the queue in the shops, or whether it is the um, um, media which is playing and replaying and replaying certain things, or whether it is the, the people who are, have been protesting, or all the noise that is going on, and the nations are in uproar, America's in uproar, Europe's in uproar, Britain's in uproar, but we are still and we know the presence of the Lord. And from that place of stillness, he will speak. He will speak to you. He will speak to me. He will speak to us all yes. as his people. God is in the midst of us. There is an us. This isn't a them and us. There is an us. Only an us. Only an us. And who is the us? Who are we? The people of God. The people of God. And we join together this morning as the people of God to be still in his presence. Let's do that for a moment or two. I'd like you just right where you are to still your heart for a moment or two. <clears throat> Perhaps you've already done this extensively this morning before this program. 
doesn't come on that early. Nine o'clock is not that early. Many of you have been up and about since five and six a.m. But right now, once again, still our hearts. And as we are still before the Lord, we want to be conscious of one thing. Be still and know I am God. God says, in your stillness, I'll make myself known to you. And what I want you to know, he says, is that I am a very present help in times of trouble. Do not let yourself be shaken by the voices and the words that are coming to you. Sometimes it seems from nowhere and it's going straight into your mind and you are starting to think thoughts that are not your thoughts. They're coming from the insinuations, the accusations of the enemy. But God says, my sheep hear my voice and another they will not follow. So Father, we pray that you would help us today in the stillness to shut out every other voice that demands our attention, that seeks to disturb, to incite us, to condemn us, to agitate us, to cause us to be anxious. Anything like that, we reject and we listen to the voice of God, our God, our Father, our fortress, our deliverer, the one who is a very present help in time of trouble. We ask these things, Father, in Jesus' name. Just stay there for a moment under the presence of God. Just a moment of rest in his presence before we busy ourselves with everything else that's waiting for us to do today. Let your Holy Spirit fill our lives afresh. Let the peace of God be your portion. Let the love of Jesus flow forth from your lives and poured out by the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, God bless you this morning. You all know, don't you, that there is a, a mobile phone that you can send a WhatsApp or text for any news or prayer requests <coughs> or greetings, 07570 It's on the screen for you now, and uh, please uh, text in. And if we, if we don't catch you before the end of this program, We'll pick it up later today and tomorrow morning. And all the requests here are forwarded to people to continue to pray. Now, Amanda's going to just check what is on here now and share some things in a moment. While she's preparing to do that, uh, I want to read to you which are the, the chapters for our daily Bible reading. If you're keeping up with these, as I hope you are, Second Samuel 18, Ezekiel 25, Psalm 73, 2 Corinthians 11, 2 Samuel 18, Ezekiel 25, 
Psalm 73, 2 Corinthians 11. Okay, so those are the Bible readings. What has come in, Amanda? Well, we, <coughs> a couple of praise requests and there's a request, uh, something just come in now. Someone says that, thank you for Psalm 46, the Lord gave that psalm to someone and this confirms for a situation that that individual is dealing with. But there's been in a couple of praise requests, uh, a praise request yesterday for someone who says, thank God, uh, thank God for miraculous healing yesterday and for a new job starting this month and for averting what could have been a nasty incident on Saturday's protest. So they're giving yes. thanks to God. Yes. There's also a lovely testimony from um, Deborah. And uh, she was, I think we've been praying for her for a job. And um, she says, praise, praise report, good morning. Uh, thank you for praying for me on Thursday, the 11th of June for, for teaching job interview. I dreamt the night before I was running a race in the Olympics and, um, and I won the race. I did a lap of honor with a British flag. I asked God, what does this mean? And he said to me, the job is yours. Wow. I had the interview on Monday the 15th in the morning and by the afternoon the phone rang to tell me, the job is yours. All glory to God. This was the Lord do Lord's doing. It is marvelous in, our, in his eyes. It is marvelous in our eyes, Psalm 118, 23. So we praise God with you, Deborah, for that new job and for the other person who also got a job this month. And then we want to pray for Gina, who is uh, the worship leader with Jacqueline Brown in yeah. Jacqueline's church. <clears throat> and uh, Gina had a, I think it was a brain aneurysm last week. We were praying for her. She has now regained her speech. She's got a weakness on the left side, but she's able to speak again. Um, but she's now having difficulty with her blood pressure. They can't get that to settle, so she's still in hospital. So we're praying for her. And then someone has asked for prayer for deliverance, protection, and salvation uh, and healing. Now I want to say to that person, would you please call in to the pastoral phone so we can um, further help you. You're asking for salvation, you're asking for protection and deliverance. So if, you would, if, you're, in a, if you're one of our congregation, then please, please speak to your cell leader. Uh, otherwise, please call in to the pastoral number so that we can... Um, help you further with that and um, someone asked for prayer for a situation at work which seemed dodgy i don't quite know what that means but um, they're asking for prayer in that situation yeah. okay. okay and just before you pray amanda there's another little text come in saying good morning con and amanda you're both doing a great work Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. God bless you. Thanks for bearing down Psalm, breaking down Psalm 46. I received it on Friday and wrote it in my diary. That's amazing, isn't it? And we did it in cell two weeks ago. Really? Yes. <laughs> I was troubled by it, but I began to meditate on it every day. I knew he was speaking to me to the situation around me that I'm going through. Now it is quite clear. It confirms what I was thinking. God is so faithful. Have a blessed day. Yes. Thank you, Francis, for that. Also, um, please, can you pray for Ev Gid? He's a pastor in Kenya. His family and orphans are suffering. Okay, so we'll pray for him as well. Would you like to pray for that? Okay, yes, let's pray for Gina. Um, 
Father, we just want to lift Gina before you right now, Lord God. And Father, we thank you for the measure of healing that she has had. But Lord, we want to pray for total healing, that she would regain the strength in her left side. And we pray for this blood pressure, that it would settle down, Lord God, that she would come, that it would settle down to normal levels where she can come home. Father, we just pray for your healing touch upon Gina's life today. And we give you praise and thanks. And for the person praying for deliverance, salvation, and protection, Father, we pray that you'd reveal yourself to this person and just help her, Father, to come through to salvation and protection and deliverance. Father, we just want to <clears throat> see a change in this person's life. Yes, and I sir. invite this person to really speak to us or to her cell leader. And I've forgotten what your prayer requests were. Okay. Oh, we're praying for a pastor in Kenya? That's right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Me? Yeah. All right. For Kenya. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. you pray for Kenya. Okay. I just didn't want to cut across you. No, no. Yes. We pray for this pastor in Kenya, Father. We know the situation. You know the situation. His family and orphans are suffering. We pray, Father, that you will confirm your goodness and your love in that situation. And we thank you, Father, for the testimonies of healing and answered prayer and the good things that are coming to us in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. And I, I really want to encourage that person who wrote in asking for deliverance, protection, salvation, please get in touch with us. Either on this phone with, a, with a, an email address that we can communicate with you or call into the pastoral department. The number is on the screen. No, no not I, right. I'll give you the number. The number come in the moment. The, 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 there's two numbers. The one that's on the screen is the one that comes straight to us. But where you can call the pastoral hotline and talk to somebody, that number is 020-7908-1700. 020-7908-1700. It's up on the screen Please for you now. Please call that number or send in an email address or... If it's appropriate, speak to your cell leader, please, because we do want to help you with this, but it's something that we need to interact with you about as well. Okay. Now, before we go this morning, uh, apart from handing you over to the worship team, where there's going to be a wonderful song which we've chosen for you today, Cover the Earth with Your Glory, mm -hmm. so appropriate. Before we do that, I'd like to tell you that there have been people who have been in touch with Kensington Temple, people, ministers who have been visiting ministers, guest speakers down through the years. And uh, uh, Cindy Jacobs, who is a remarkable woman, uh, she headed up an organization, God's Generals, God's Generals uh, organization, intercession, prophetic organization. Every time Cindy Jacobs has come to Kensington Temple, she's delivered remarkable <clears throat> encouragement, challenge, and prophetic words. She will be ministering on Sunday, and she has uh, ministering straight into our situation and the situation nationally and internationally, and also she is going to deliver a strong prophetic word for us as a church. And so I want to encourage you to watch out for that on Sunday. 